Welcome to, oh my gosh, that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Board Game Community Show, where we talk to people throughout the community, the board game community. Hey, go figure. I'm your host, Riley Stock, and today I've got Phil. Do Do you want your last name in this? I don't really mind. No one one really knows it on the podcast, so it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Phil from Organized Fun, the podcast. How's it going? Yeah. Hi. Not bad. Um, I just, you know, thanks for having me on. This is is my first time guesting on on someone else's podcast, so that's pretty awesome. (laughs) I'm really excited to have you. I... I normally listen to podcasts in the summer while I'm on the road a lot driving yeah. and and so yours was on my list and then I pushed it forward because you were going to come yeah. up and I was like I better I better check out at least one episode and I was like <laughs> better make this sure is really it's, good better make sure it's not completely rubbish before you have me on <laughs> <laughs> exactly so no I I really really enjoyed it I uh I started this morning and I think that I have listened to you know what I have it right here I'll just pull it up because I was listening to it before you came on, too. So I started on the Arkham Horror Final Hour. Oh, yeah. Have you played it? No, but I started it because I was at Barnes & Noble oh, yeah. uh, a couple of days ago, and it was on sale there for like 30% off. So nice. now I may go back, but I don't know. <laughs> I haven't played any of the Arkham Horror games. so uh, Well, I probably wouldn't. I mean, ugh. Well, you've listened to the episode. It, it, it's not the best one. <laughs> that's what I kind of got, but I was like, well, maybe then that it, maybe I won't have the comparison. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. And so I'll be like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If it's, if it's your first Arkham experience, it might be really good. Yeah. I almost bought it, but I thought that it was an expansion. Ah, uh, no. But. <laughs> <laughs> And then the I listened to the Isle of Cats one <laughs> and Hogwarts Battle. And I think I'm listening to another one right now. But nice. the Hogwarts Battle one is one of my Hogwarts Battles, like my wife and I's go to game. Oh, really. excellent. Yeah. I mean, so we get it obviously months after you guys do in the States. So mm-hmm. um, we still don't even have the charms and potions expansion in this country yet so i i got it from america (laughs) (laughs) it's it's fun i enjoy it i yeah i enjoy it but i'm really bad at it like obviously you know you play through a year at a time and you have to open the next box and stuff yeah we're still on like year three because we're so bad (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome you started on on valentine's day i guess huh um yeah, maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> well, then I'll tell you, you did. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll update my calendar. Thank you. Mar- so that next year you can celebrate the anniversary of starting yeah. it. By then you'll be on uh, book five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the expansions are actually really fun. Um, they add quite a bit. That's cool. I mean, I'm the kind of person that buys all the expansions, even if I'm not ready to play with them yet. So I've got tons of these sealed secret boxes just waiting. <laughs> Probably open them and they'll all have gone moldy or something. <laughs> I totally understand that. You play, I was looking at your site and you have the f- frag. That's yes. your rating system. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can get it because I haven't heard it that many times. <laughs> it's fun. all right. We, we still forget it, even though we've been doing it for, for months. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, yep. Fun. Replayability. Yep. 
art? Uh, the sort of aesthetic. The yes, yeah, so the general. Okay. The way it looks. Oh no, I don't know what G is. <laughs> Gameplay, just like Gameplay. Um, oh. You know, like how easy the rules are to understand. I guess. Yeah. So I was looking through, and your highest-rated frag game is one of my favorite games. Oh, Legendary. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It was the first sort of deck builder that we played, like, ever. This is, pre, this is pre-podcast. Um, and so, obviously, the premise of Organized Fun is that I really love games, and my co-host, Mark, is not so into them. But this is one that he will go back to time and time and again you know he he loves it he won't complain about it and <laughs> quite often he's like can we play legendary and i'm like no because it's not its turn <laughs> it's not its turn to be played do you do more have you done multiple episodes on legendary because you guys play um, more no so usually i do so our first episode playing the game will be like the base game and then if there's an expansion we'll do an expansion episode on it but because legendary it doesn't really add anything new in terms of gameplay. It's just new characters or new masterminds or whatever. So there's not really anything like groundbreakingly different to talk about. So we haven't done any expansion episodes on it. Um, no, we just play it a lot and don't record it. <laughs> uh, that was something I really enjoyed. So in the middle of the episode, sometimes you'll cut to clips of yeah. you guys playing it. And I loved that because I was like, oh, I have a little context there of, of what you're talking about. Do you record your full pl- uh, playthrough then? Yeah, we do, which, you know, for something quick like Flux is is an easy editing job. But for something like, so we played, um, oh God, what was it? We played like a game of Monopoly, which we were recording for about three, four hours and oh, just... Yeah editing through that and trying to pick the nuggets because quite a lot of it is just procedural you know you owe me four pounds rent or whatever you know that's not interesting but occasionally Uh you get the odd gem where someone will say something hilarious and I think that's just it's worth catching because you know I guess board games they're a social thing and that's where you know, these gems, these sort of friendship memories. Look, I'm on a total board game pitch, aren't I now? It's where these friendship <laughs> memories, um, you know, it's where they're made, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you just blew my mind because <laughs> I think of Monopoly as just an American game. No, well, I was really surprised. So sometimes, you know, we're not like an inf- an information podcast, really. But sometimes if, if a question comes up, we'll look it up and we'll find out. I was convinced that Monopoly was was a British game because obviously I'm only ever used to seeing the the streets of London around the board. But when we looked it up and it was like invented by an American woman or whatever, I was like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> how how dare she? <laughs> what is That's this so funny. Um, park place or whatever it's called? What's your most expensive one? I, I have no idea. It's been <laughs> so long since I played Monopoly. <laughs> it's um, uh, but yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> What's your most expensive one? Do you know? Um, it's called Mayfair. Oh, okay. Which I've is heard like the a name Mayfair. It's a really swanky district in London. Um, do you know the, like the department store Harrods? Uh huh. It's like this. So that's that's in Mayfair. Oh, okay. It's like where all the rich people go shopping. Fancy, fancy. Yeah, that's cool. It's interesting that they don't just give you like you're playing the the London version. 
Yeah, I guess. Well, is it the same for you guys? You can pretty much get a Monopoly version for any, like every main city in the UK. So there's, you know, there's a Cardiff one, there's a Birmingham one, there's a Manchester. What? Name a big city, and there will be a Monopoly version of it. Is that the same for you guys, or is it? No, we just have ours is just New York, I guess. Fair enough. I mean, so there's yeah, other win monopolies, on that one. <laughs> like Mario Monopoly and whatever. You know, there's so yes. many IPs out oh, there yeah. that they do. You you name it, and there'll be a monopoly of it. Dang! Now I have to. Now I'm thinking. Like, I wonder if there's a a West Coast monopoly or something. I'll have to look it up. Which would be, I mean, again, f- don't forget you're talking to a complete USA idiot. But <laughs> which would which would be the most boring state to have a monopoly board of oh my goodness it's got to be somewhere in the midwest like (laughs) minnesota you've been to minnesota i have been to but yeah but you say that but minnesota has the headquarters of fantasy flight games it has the headquarters of zedman games there you know roseville okay um minnesota minneapolis is it's where it's at for board games that is a good point (laughs) I mean, maybe if you do something like Arkansas or there's got to be a state that doesn't have very good uh, like landmarks or isn't. There's a lot of just like farming states, I feel like. Is there are there any states that there's yeah, just nothing there. It's just a bit of a wasteland. I mean, that's Utah feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I'm from. So well, there you go. Is that that's Salt Lake City and all that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let me I want to jump back to Marvel Legendary. Oh yeah, do it. Do you play the other ones? Um yeah, so we have uh X-Files Legendary, I've got um Firefly, Aliens, uh Buffy and sort of the the 007 James Bond one is the next on my list to buy. Oh nice. So yeah, Again, it's it's the same as Monopoly, even though it's the same sort of game. I just love all the different, you know, themes and slight variations, the way they change it and make it sort of specific to to that thing. Obviously, there's a big difference between Legendary, the normal, and Legendary Encounters that plays slightly differently. Okay, I was wondering if you could mix them. Um, I don't know. I think oh. so. Oh, I can't remember. I think in the instruction book it says it's like semi-compatible or something. Hmm. Interesting. But I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, the rule book for like aliens, I'm sure it says that you can mix other sets, you know, so you can have like Marvel superheroes fighting off the alien queen or whatever. Interesting. Which would, you know, you'd pay to see that, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, Marvel <laughs> now, or I guess Disney owns Alien, so that's not yes. even that unrealistic. No, that is true. And also an interesting slash frightening prospect. I mean, like, can you imagine a Disney-fied version of Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Would it, um, Do you think they would go PG-13 or do you think they'd just let it be R? I... Wait, do you have different ratings? Oh my gosh, I'm so yes. ignorant to different countries. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, so wait, hang on. Your, your PG-13... I guess would be the same. So right, we have PG, which is parental guidance. Then we have twelve, uh-huh. and then we have you 15. have twelve. Yeah. Oh. So it's 12, 15, 18. Because you don't have eighteen, right? You have is it NC seventeen? Is that your highest one? R is. 
All right. Uh, what's what's think, an, what would you expect from an R? Like blood and guts and all that. Yeah, blood guts, and they can say the F word as much as they want. Okay. All right. So that would be the equivalent of R eighteen. So I guess your NC seventeen would be the same as R fifteen, maybe. Actually, I think NC. I don't know. I've never seen a thing that's NC seventeen. I almost feel like NC seventeen is like. Oh, is that like made up for Hollywood? Like, does that not exist? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know anymore. I almost I <laughs> thought that they did. Yeah, I have. I have to look it up. There you go. We have every, PG thirteen. Every day is a school day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's G, PG, PG thirteen, and R. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. Right at the bottom end of the scale is U for Universal, but like anyone oh. much. Okay. That's like kids meet, you know, stuff like, I don't know, Shrek or most Disney films, like animated ones, they're U. Yeah. Absolutely nothing offensive about them at all. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like we could just explore the differences here between <laughs> our countries. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, how long have you been doing your podcast? Um, we're in year three at the minute. So, yeah, about two and a half years, I guess. Very cool. And how long have you and Mark known each other? Um, so we have been together 15 years. Very cool. Yeah. Are you guys married? Are you? No, just, well, we're sort of engaged, but sort of that was years ago. And we've kind of, I don't know. Got used to maybe that not happening. <laughs> okay. Is now in America we've got uh, common law marriage, right? Where if, if you're together for seven years, I think living together for seven years, you're just you're considered married essentially. What you automatically like just level up? Is that like a legal thing? Like yeah, does, no <laughs> yeah. Way. So you can do it with your taxes and stuff. And oh wow. I might, look, I might look that up. I, don't, I mean, I've heard the term common law, but I just thought it was a, another sort of just made up sort of thing. <laughs> oh, no. so you guys don't have anything like that there? Um, well, I'm not sure. You've got me questioning it now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just sort of, you know how like life gets in the way. And so, you know, we've, we've, we've got a, a flat or an apartment, as you might say, on your side of the water. Um, uh-huh. You know, got all the furniture, got the cat, just sort of. Get on with it. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Uh, Alfie. Alfie, love it. Yeah. I've, we have two cats, so totally nice. get that. Cats are the best, but not very board game friendly, I find. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am fairly certain that I'm missing several game pieces because cats will just <laughs> knock it off the table and play with it. Uh, how, how can you cope with the knowledge that some of your pieces might be missing? that would eat me up. I know. I just have to, ex- luckily I think that it's like, uh, have you played Marvel champions? Um, so I've got it, but I only got it very recently. Like I got it maybe two weeks ago. So I haven't had a chance to play. Oh, okay. It That's one of my favorite games, but I mean, you can essentially think with, uh, like Hogwarts, I guess it might be one or two of the coins or a heart. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, not the heart. Because the hearts are valuable. <laughs> yeah, they're like limited, aren't they? Yeah, One of the, the battle little pieces. Ministry of Magic coins. That can Yeah. Play. Yeah. So I, I, if it's one of those, I'm like, okay, more than likely this will never become a problem. But No, it's those kind of tokens that you, you're never going to run out of anyway. So 
Exactly. Yeah. But cats are so mischievous. Yeah. Well, so Alfie just hates a closed door. So obviously mm. we shut we shut him out when we're recording just because he'll be, as you say, all over the game board and stealing the pieces and whatever. But he just sits outside and cries. So you can you can oh. often hear him in the background of our I, <laughs> of our I did hear a cat in <laughs> yeah. this episode. Yeah. It's kind of one of our catchphrases is just can you hear the cat? Because Funny. You, nine times out of ten, you can hear the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I have to leave my door open when I'm recording so that you don't hear banging against the door because <laughs> she'll just, both of them will paw at the door until you let them in. Nice. Uh, but I suppose that's that's why we love them. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, I don't know what it is about cats that make us love them so much. They're They're the worst pets. But they're the best. Well, I think it's because I, I like how sort of uncaring they are. You know how like a, a dog, like it relies on you, it needs you, it loves you. Whereas a cat is like, meh, I, I could quite happily survive if you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yes. And I quite I, like it's that. Almost, <laughs> it's almost like an abusive relationship where they've created this like, you just want their attention. You want their affection. Yes. And if they give you it every once in a while, you're like, that's enough. That's enough for me to stay. Like, Yeah, and I don't know how they do it, but they, they make it so you need them more than they need you. <laughs> yeah, totally. So what do you and Mark do outside of board games? Uh, so, I mean, jobs-wise, I'm a secondary school teacher, and um, Mark sort of runs a like an art center, I guess. It's got like a, a theater and an art gallery and a dance studio and a cafe and that sort of thing. Oh wow! Although that's really cool. You know, with with COVID, not much going on in the art center at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Are yeah. you are you both home a lot more? Uh, yeah, so I I was at home a lot doing all my lessons virtually online, but now I'm back in school, so. Nice. Not a hybrid or anything. Uh, how do you mean? Oh, uh, my wife's a teacher and she does hybrid. So part of it's online and part of it's ah, so uh, in person. Yeah. For like the first week back, it was, it was half and half, but now like all the kids are back in. There's only one class where I've got one kid that's still shielding. So I have to be in the classroom teaching the kids for real, but also online for this one kid, which is, a bit of a stretch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think my wife's at that point, she's got three kids online and yeah. the rest are in person. And yeah. Which is, is difficult because I feel so sorry for this one kid that's online. Cause you know, about 30% of the time, all he hears is me telling the others to sit down and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh. So what do you do? I uh, I help people improve their soil health. Oh, cool! Very different, but <laughs> I just drive around to farms mainly and and help them improve it with microbes. Excellent. There you go. Yeah. Micro. I mean, that's that's pretty sciencey, right? You would think. My dad came up with it. He developed this product and everything. Oh no way! So I guess technically I'm a salesman, but I just don't ever feel like a salesman. Have you ever thought about making it into a board game? 
<laughs> I have. Because <laughs> that's that's the kind of, you know, improve your soil and by the end, who's got the best soil wins sort of thing. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think you I, should I do did. It. I was going to make a farming game where, uh, you know, it'll have like weather cards and you roll a die and what you roll will tell you if it's raining or sunny or yeah. what exactly the temperature is or whatever. And then your crops will benefit or or get hurt from it. And then I wanted to add, uh, the product is called Back to Feed. Right. So I wanted to add a Back to Feed expansion that would introduce like really taking care of your soil with microbes <laughs> and organic and, and doing no-till and all this other, these yeah. other uh, regener- regenerative agriculture uh, practices. And that's cool. Do you design ever? Um, not with any degree of um, professionalism, but I love, I mean, like, from a young age i right so do you know the game talisman yes yeah so my friend this is what i'm talking i don't know when i was like six or seven you know like little kid and uh-huh. my friend had a copy of talisman but um like we couldn't afford it at the time so i you know i got my paper <laughs> and my crayons and i drew my own board and i cut all my own little cards out and you know it looked probably proper shoddy but I (laughs) you know I took it round and I made like my mum and my uncle sit down I was like we are playing this game and you are gonna love it (laughs) and because I was such you know such a young child they all pretended that it was the best night of their lives (laughs) (laughs) that Um, was awesome but yeah so it's like since that I've I just love the way that's games work and the way that they're put together and I don't know about you but like you know sometimes if you play one that you're not loving so much just my mind spirals with like oh if I'd made this I'd do it this way or I'd change this bit or I'd you know I'd tweak it this way so yeah oh yeah quite a lot of the things that I do are I guess, well, you know, I don't want to use the term rip-offs, but, you know, are adaptations of existing uh, game mechanics, but tweaked the way how I would have done them, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think most designers start out that way or continue to do things like that. I mean, yeah, you could look at Legendary as a spin-off of Dominion, you know, like... Well, yeah, because, I mean, I guess in, like... All right, so I'm, I teach English, so, you know, they say that there's only about seven or eight story structures ever yeah. and, and all narratives are just variations on the theme. So it must be pretty similar for board games. There must only be a very sort of finite amount of game mechanics or ways that it can work. And every board game must just be a, an alteration slash combination of the different elements, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That makes perfect sense to me. And then, yeah, it's just like different interpretations of the same thing, but it can feel so different or combining it with something else. Yeah. I love the thing I love about designing board games is that it feels like problem solving. Yeah. And so it's like, how can I make this work? Like, just like you said, where if you're playing a game that's not quite vibing with you, it's like, what would make it work for me? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I know I keep hanging on about your your rule book episode on nerding out, but I just I, like I am fascinated by how rule books are put together and how they work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love that you listened to that episode because I'm so embarrassed about the audio quality on that one, but it's a good one. And I feel like people won't listen to it because of the audio quality. But then I, I would argue if 
if you're put off by the audio quality, then are you know are you a true fan? Are you truly interested in what the content is? Like that's yeah. Because I, as I said, fascinated by rule books, big loser. So I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care about the slightly dodgy audio quality because I'm genuinely interested in what you guys were talking about. <laughs> that's true. Well, thank you. And that's a a different podcast. Nerding out is was another podcast that I was doing and still do. Just he's having a baby, so we haven't done episodes in a while. Rude. <laughs> I know. How dare he? <laughs> I don't have babies so that we can record episodes. I expect the same consideration. I'm so, yeah, we're at the point where, you know, like a lot of our friends are having kids and stuff and it's like, well, that's, that's you not coming to game night then for the next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm, I'm also not considering, you know, if they were like, Hey, we can come, but we need to bring the baby. I'd be like, "Mm, no, (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) On your site, you had like a list of board game etiquette. Oh uh, yes, uh, and I was I, like, I love. I would love to play with these people. <laughs> <laughs> these are my type of people. <laughs> oh, I, I'm glad. Most people read that list, and they must think that I'm some sort of board game control freak, Nazi kind of person. But I'm not. I'm just, you know, they're all for the good of the gaming experience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like once you begin the game, like let's just focus on the game. Let's yeah, have fun within the game. Absolutely. Because, um, I, you know, I think, all right, different people will play games for different reasons. But for me, like for that hour or two, the game is my focus. You know, I am, I am in the game. I am this explorer in a dungeon or I'm this soldier fighting monster. You know, whatever. I, that is my life for that moment in time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That gaming time is precious. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially now, because I don't know what oh, your yeah. your COVID situation is, but we're still not allowed any visitors like around the house or anything. So any games that we have been playing, we've had to do like online over Zoom or whatever, which, you know, limits limits the types of games you can play, really. Yep. We're pretty similar. I think people are allowed over and everything. It's not super tight, but we generally just don't. Yeah. uh, Just to be safe. With vaccines coming, it will probably start. If everyone's vaccinated, we'll, uh, that is true. Are you guys doing it? Is yours being rolled out by age bracket? Same as us. Yeah. And ours actually on Wednesday. So in two days from now, it'll be open to everybody. So I'll be able to get mine. But teachers actually got, they were like within, they were the first batch of people to get it. Ah, I see. So So we haven't, they've stuck to age, not perfect. It doesn't matter what job you do. Oh, really? You have to wait your turn. So Hmm. yeah, I'll be quite right. Right. Rude question. Like how old are you? 32. Ah, you? (laughs) 35. Oh, okay. Pretty close there. Yeah. Same, same age bracket. Same same amount yeah. time to wait for the vaccine. So, yeah. So, Mark not being a super big board gamer. Yeah. Have you? Well, I mean, Isle of Cats was his game, right? Yes. So I got that for him. For, or maybe that was Valentine's Day present. That was yeah. That was a Valentine's Day gift. So oh, nice. yeah, we played it for him. 
that's why he he hosted that episode. It was his it was his first time in charge. <laughs> yeah, he did great. I liked I enjoyed it. It was my own, only my second episode listening, so for all I knew, this is how it was. Yeah. <laughs> Has he kind of converted more and more to playing to really enjoying board games? Um I think there's he's he's never going to be like me, which sounds sounds really awful. But like <laughs> I will literally play anything. I I do not care because I just love the gaming experience. Whereas he, you know, there are more that he is now open to playing because of because of me forcing him to play <laughs> stuff every week. Um, uh-huh. But there are still some that he will just flat out hate. So um, I'm trying to think of an example of one that he really doesn't like. Something like, uh, oh, do you know Cthulhu Wars? No. It's kind of like it's like Cthulhu Risk, if you like. You've got a map of the of the world and giant eldritch horrors sort of stomping about claiming territories and stuff. Hmm. But um oh no, forget that. Right? Arkham Horror the card game. He will, oh, okay. he will not play. He played it once when we did our episode on it, but now whenever it comes back round, I just have to play it on my own because he won't play with me. <laughs> oh no. So that is like Marvel Champions is like a light version of that game. Yeah, which I'm hoping might sort of ease him back into that mechanic because, as I said, you know, he loves Legendary. He loves the Marvel sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that might, yeah, be a bit of a, a step back up to Arkham. But the good thing about those games, I mean, like Arkham works perfectly well as a solo game anyway. So I don't need him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I hear that that game is... I haven't actually played any of the Arkham Horror games. Yeah. But I hear that one's better with more people. Uh, so I put off buying it until we can have game nights again. It is, I guess. The trouble is you can only play two players per core set. So you, if you wanted to play with more, you'd need to buy another core set, which I sort of was reluctant to do. Yeah, it also helps having other people because I'm quite bad for all for all the sort of stuff that I harp on about how much I love board games I'm not actually that good at them <laughs> like <laughs> like strategically I'm not that good at uh you know planning how I'm gonna win or how I'm gonna beat the boss or uh get to the treasure or whatever I just I just play for the fun of it I'm I'm really rubbish at them I love it though because it's more about just being in the moment and enjoying what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, everyone likes to win, but it's not a deal breaker for me, I think. Same, yeah. I There's times where hopefully my wife doesn't listen to this episode, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll throw a game just to make sure that she has a little more fun because it matters a little more to her. So do you, I mean, do you think winning because this is something we've spoke about on on our podcast is like do you think winning contributes to how you enjoy the game like i guess if a game's too difficult does it color your opinion of it not not for me i love i just love playing games like and that's marvel champions i'm playing through the mode the different scenarios on expert and i'm losing way more than i win but i have Mm -hmm. fun just trying to yeah uh, every once in a while there's like like i'll lose within the first two or three rounds and i'm like well there was absolutely nothing i could have done to change that <laughs> outcome but if yeah. i 
if I feel like I put up a good fight, then I, I enjoy it. No, uh, that's and that's good. for solo. But even in competitive, I'm just like, as long as everybody's having fun, we're good, you know? And, and yeah. that, my wife, I think is more so she needs, she needs the victory. She needs, she needs the to first win. Time she plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if she, if she doesn't win straight away, the, the game must be broken, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Does Mark care more about winning? Um, not necessarily. I think, I guess if a game's too hard, I think he has to be able to see the possibility of winning. If you get me Mm, like sometimes, like you're saying, you know, if you, if you die or get eliminated too quickly, it's like, you can't even, you know, I can't work out what I could have done differently to change that outcome. And I think that's quite a, a, quite a turn off. Uh, for him, anyway. Yeah, I mean that makes total sense to me. If if it's a lost cause for the beginning, from the beginning, it's kind of like, well, that was a waste of ten, fifteen minutes or, or yeah. longer. Do you know the game Legends of Andor? Mm, no, that it sounds really familiar. Yeah, it's um, it's made by Cosmos, and you know, it's this big map, this big fantasy map. And all the bad guys like move on like a numbered route towards the castle. And if the castle gets overrun, then you lose. But obviously you have little side quests, you know, get to space 60 uh, and pick up this and then get to space 40, you know, whatever. Uh That is so difficult. And like we've tried with all the different combinations of like, well, if I'm the elf because he can move further and you be the rogue because he can use an eagle. And like we've tried every single combination of characters and we still cannot get past like mission two. And again, there's like, you know, 12 or so missions. And we're just like, there's this whole like over three quarters of the game that we've never even seen because this, (laughs) this first bit is so impossibly difficult. (laughs) Oh man. That would be really frustrating. Yeah. Going back to Hogwarts Battle, one of the expansions, we beat the first one. We struggled to beat the first game in the next, in the first expansion. Right. And then the second one, we haven't been able to beat. And we've played it several times. And it's just like, oh my gosh, are we ever going to finish this? Like, I want to know the next cards. So yeah, did you did you cheat and open the next box anyway? Even though no, no, good, good. That is the correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a like avoid spoiler type that yeah i just i could not do that i take it you haven't right no not at all i've uh yeah it's to the point where i've had because the first expansion is the uh monster box of monsters isn't it all the yes yeah so all of those are still sealed i've had them for oh i don't know three years four years you know a long time and oh boy they're just sitting in the box waiting for us to, to win enough to get there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's how I feel about the next expansion. We bought both of them at the same time, but all right, it's like, uh, yeah, lucky us. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause that one, it says, um, yeah, you have to be at like game six, don't you? To be able to play that one. Yes. And yeah. Both of know, the expansions are game six. We are not there yet. <laughs> Actually, I think that the box of monsters, the first game is is after five, and then the second game is six or ah, something okay. like that. Cool, cool. Did you so with your uh well with Mark being 
such a Marvel head. Did you get Marvel yeah. United? Did you back that? Um, no, that's the one with the sort of little chibi style character artwork, isn't it? Like yes. little squidgy, big heady people. Um, yeah, I don't know much about that. I've sort of, it sort of passed me by. Have you got it? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think it's shipping out here in the US today. All right, there you go. So I won't get it. I probably won't get it for a month. I don't know how long they take to ship throughout. Yeah. But that's one of the things with Kickstarters is generally you get them before the US. I feel like the US is the last to get them. Where's kick, where, like, where is Kickstarter based? Well, most companies manufacture from China. Yeah. And so they ship it from China. And so it'll hit like, you know, Asian countries will get it first and then it just yeah. sweeps that way. Fair enough. Um, and they, it's not like they go from China towards uh, California, towards our West Coast. Yeah. But they always go to like Florida, which is the opposite. So they have to like go <laughs> even further. I'm like, why don't you just like send a boat towards California and <laughs> get it to us sooner? Nah, too simple that one. Yeah, at least I, that's how I think it is. I I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so have you backed a lot of Kickstarter stuff? Not a ton. Like maybe like six or seven things. You? No, I think. It's the kind of thing that I would easily fall down a, a Kickstarter like rabbit hole and end up mm. just backing loads and loads and loads um, and just probably ending up bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand that because luckily my wife tells me no, but she does let me get some or it'll be like, hey, this will be my birthday. Like, yeah. Let's make this. I know it's a couple months early, but you don't have to give me any gift for my birthday. And and so sometimes I get them that way. But <laughs> uh, that's cool. I just think, yeah. I mean, okay, right. What's the most expensive um, board game that you have bought in one go? It would be this Marvel United. I went all in. Yeah. What did yeah. you get? Some, did you get some juicy perks? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you get like the. All the Kickstarter exclusives, you get expansion packs. Nice. Because uh, I think there's six total, there might be seven total boxes. Nice. That's going to be a, a big delivery waiting on your doorstep one day. Yeah. <laughs> and then it comes with like a play mat and, uh, and cardboard upgrades and nice stuff like that. So I went all out. I uh, <laughs> Marvel stuff I'm a total sucker for. <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, you've you've got your, you know, the thing that you're passionate about, and go for it. Yeah, is so Marvel Legendary for you ranked the highest? But is that your favorite game? Um, me personally, no. But um, well, because obviously, so the 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 frag rating on our website is a combination of my scores and Mark's scores. So the ones that I like. Are usually the ones that he doesn't, so he brings <laughs> he brings the average down. Um, my favorite is probably Arkham Horror Second Edition. That was like the first. So, like I played Talisman and stuff when I was younger, and mm-hmm. then I sort of when I went to uni and sort of grew up, I sort of I guess drifted away from board games because I suppose 
like when you go to uni, you you move away from home and you you sort of get used to living without so many belongings. And so, you know, I couldn't be trucking around shelves and shelves of board games whenever I had to change my uh, student house sort of thing. But then um, obviously after graduation and all that and getting a place of our own, sort of it meant I'd, I'd got the space you know I've got the spare room which is now covered in board game shelves sort of thing <laughs> so um I started building the collection again and Arkham Horror was like the first it's I guess it's what got me back into board games because um yeah one of my friends like just invited me over it was like hey we're playing this game and I'd literally I'd never heard of it I had no concept of of what it was like and they, you know, just sat me down and talked me through the rules and we played and it took us about, I don't know, four or five hours to play through. And I was just like, wow, because like in the time off, you know, time off while I was at uni and all that board games had sort of <laughs> changed so much. And so I got back and I was like, wow, you know, this is what a board game can be now. This is amazing. And so literally you know, the next couple of paydays, I bought the core set and then each month I'd buy the next sort of add-on until I had the whole sort of thing. And I was just like, ooh, yeah, this is this is my thing now. This is I feel like I can, you know, I want to be a board gamer. <laughs> yeah, that is really cool. I, I totally agree. There's like, well, there are some more uh, kind of deeper games that are yeah. older, but they weren't very popular, but... Now there's just so many amazing games and yeah. and clever ideas and mechanics and and so yeah I totally get that if if I was a kid right now I would I would be so ecstatic about all the games I could play all day oh yeah absolutely but I'm wondering like I don't know whether whether I'm unique in that like or whether a lot of people sort of play them when they're younger and then they go off them and because they, they say don't they that like when you get to a certain, you know, when you're in your thirties, all the cool stuff that you liked as a kid is suddenly cool again, you know, so yeah. like, um, stuff like power rangers, love a bit of power rangers now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's almost, you know, you've, you've gone away from it for like 10, 15 years. So now it's like retro cool again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Cause I was the same way. I used to play uh, Pokemon, and magic the gathering yeah and and i loved it and then we would play a lot of other board games i we would make our own little board games that were just ripoffs of like zelda yeah and uh and then coming back at it i don't i like at some point we just stopped yeah maybe like high school or something i don't know i think it's almost like when you're a kid like board gaming it's sort of looked down upon, you know, people think, oh, it's, you know, it's nerdy, you're a loser, whatever. <laughs> Let's go outside and play football. Oh, lads, lads, lads. But yeah, when you're an adult, stuff like that doesn't matter so much. You know, who cares? Board games are cool. <laughs> exactly. People will still make fun of me for it, but <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but who cares? Because I've got a real job and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's really cool seeing how many... Even people I knew in high school, like how how many of them are really, really into board games now? There's definitely been a resurgence, and and COVID I think even amplified that even more. Well, yeah, but I think as well, like 
stuff like board game cafes, you know, they never existed when I was younger. Oh yeah. But now they're, you know, they're everywhere. Do I have a board game cafe here in Utah? I don't know. What, in the whole of Utah, there must be. <laughs> I would hope so. I'm going to look it up. I mean, not that I could go now, but. No. Um, but yeah, I just think it's so more, it's so much more accessible to everyone. And with stuff like, um, oh God, I can't even remember what it's called. Is it Tabletopia? Or you know the one where you can play them online? Yeah, Tabletopia or Tabletop Simulator. Yeah, board stuff game like arena. that. Yeah. It makes them more accessible to more people. Because, you know, everyone has got a smartphone or a laptop or whatever, whereas not everyone is going to be willing to shell out, you know, sometimes 60 plus quid for a box of basically cardboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nicely printed cardboard cut into cool shapes. But, it's, you know, <laughs> there's no denying that some of the, you know, they are expensive and, and not everyone can justify sort of spending that money on them, I guess. Yeah. That makes me think of how much of a kid I feel like with board games. And I don't necessarily feel ashamed about it most of the time. Every once in a while, I get a little bit embarrassed about like how excited I am about components or uh, and I'm just I, like, it's like a toy for me. I'm so excited. I love, so my, you know, I, I get a new board game and I have to get every bit, you know, punching all the tokens out of the, of the die cut boards mm-hmm. and looking through there and just, just flicking through the decks of cards and looking at the picture. Oh, I love it. I could happily, you know, just get one and, and say to Mark, right, you know, I'm, I'm going downstairs for a couple of hours, you know, I'll be back when I'm finished. <laughs> oh, <laughs> looking through it. all the bits. <laughs> yeah. My wife and I, our tradition is I'll read the rule book because I love reading rule books. Yeah. And then she loves punching out the die cut boards. Oh, nice. And so she does that. I like doing it, but it's like, that's one of her highlights for (laughs) for playing. So I'm like, okay, you get to punch them all out. That's nice. Yeah. Well, it's it's good that you each play a part in the the unboxing process. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But the terrible part is that I am so bad at explaining how to play games <laughs> <laughs> so i read the rules explain it to her and it just ends in like some frustration of of being like okay you know what let's just start playing and, and you'll get it within like 10 minutes okay yeah i often i sort of compartmentalize rules of like okay this is an important one that i need to tell people and this one i'll save for if it comes up you know yeah um <laughs> But the same, so this week, obviously, we played Jumanji Flux, and there's a different element where you can be eliminated. And I just thought, oh, well, you know, Mark will get a card that mentions elimination, and then he'll ask me what it means, and that's when I'll tell him. But he never did. He's just like, oh, well, Phil hasn't explained this, so I just won't play that card. And so (laughs) it turns out, like, he could have eliminated me loads of times, but he just didn't ask. (laughs) Oh, funny. (laughs) And then you get accused of cheating. I know, but you know, he he knows me better than that. I would never cheat, honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's my wife. Is I've tried doing that similar thing of like, okay, I'm not going to explain everything, and then all of a sudden she'll try and do something. And I'm like, oh well, actually, you can't do that because of this. She's yeah. like, you're just making that up to try and stop me. But often it's like sometimes like seeing it from someone else's point of view, like Mark will try and do a move 
And I, yeah, you're right. I'd be like, no, you can't do that. But it's literally because I would never have done that. Like never. In my, I was like, I just wouldn't have even considered that as a possible move. And yet he's yeah. there, like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, outside of board games, what are you guys' hobbies? Um, so, oh, that is a tough one. Um, I'm quite a big Nintendo fanboy. So, uh, lots of like Nintendo games when we're in video game mood. Nice. Um, Is it Nintendo specific or like, or anything Xbox and, um, so I have pretty much had just only the Nintendo. I used to have a Sega mega drive or a Genesis for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, Nintendo. So the first console that's. It was really fun. well. It's, it's funny, but it's it's not funny really when you think about it. So, so my parents aren't together, and so the same Christmas they both bought uh, us an N sixty four. So, so I got one, and my brother got one, and like we were the cool kids because like oh wow they've got an N sixty four each. Check wow, them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so from from the N sixty four onwards, I've I've had every. Uh, Nintendo console. I've got them all lined up on my shelf like a big geek. <laughs> nice. Oh, so you've kept them and everything. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big, well, not a hoarder, but a collector of stuff. So, like, even though, like, I don't know, the Wii is obsolete because you can play all the Wii games on the Wii U and there's really no reason to have a Wii. But I'm like, well, but it's part of the sequence. So I've got to have it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a version of me. <laughs> I'm such a collector. And my wife is like, just throw this away. You don't need it. Like pandemic season one and two, we're finished. We beat it. You don't need to keep it. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry, Mrs. Stock, but that is wrong. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm glad you can relate. <laughs> How do you find Because like, so we're only like two games into Pandemic Legacy season one. Um, but like, what are your thoughts on legacy games? Because I know oh. you did an episode with uh, Rob Davio, right? Yeah, which was amazing. How and did that happen? <laughs> he went on Twitter and he just asked if he's like, hey, Pandemic season zero is coming out. If anyone wants to us to come on their podcast or do an interview with me, I'm doing the media rounds. And I was like, well, I guess I'll try. That is so amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of mind-blowing and I was Were so you starstruck. <laughs> I was. I say like I've met several celebrities and almost every single time I say something really dumb. Like come on, you you can't set that up and not give us an example. <laughs> well, I met the lead singer of a band back in the day yeah and i was like oh my gosh i love you so much man i like i love you i'm, you found, I'm you not gay you. or anything but i love <laughs> you and i was like what why did i say that <laughs> uh another one manu bennett i asked him what cologne he wore because he smelled so good <laughs> nice <laughs> so did did he tell you <laughs> He did not, no. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> it was weird. Well, and I also asked him why he was here, like in Utah. And he's like, oh, well, my dentist is here. And I'm like, you're from 
New Zealand and you're coming to Utah for for the dentist? What? Is, is Utah particularly well known for its dental care? No. I that's don't what think that's so. what would be on your monopoly board. The dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most expensive space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just I have a I'm so bad at meeting celebrities, but I didn't make too much of a fool of myself. I did what? forget to hit record. And 15 minutes into the interview, I realized oh, it. no. Did you have to start again? Or just... Yeah. <laughs> he was mid-story, and I was like, Rob, I'm so sorry to stop you right there. Uh, we forgot. I forgot to hit record. And he was like, he <laughs> he gave me a tough time about it, but like jokingly. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah. Because I mean, like, there's a difference, isn't there, between like people like us and people whose profession it is. is like, yeah. exactly and i think that 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 kind of went to show me what the board game community is like really like you have this designer who is the father of legacy games yeah and he was so cool like he could have been like you know what you just wasted 15 minutes of my time that was very unprofessional bye you know but he was just like Oh no, you know, like, okay. And then when we started recording, he was just like, I'm going to throw you under the bus. Like (laughs) (laughs) we had a real solid interview and, you know, just joking with me. But that's kind of reassuring. I I would like to think that most people in the business can still have a, like, I like to imagine them still having game nights with their families or their mates or whatever. And still like, I would hate to think of anyone sort of just seeing it as a job and just like, oh, got to review this game because I have to. Oh, got to play this, got to play test this game because uh, it's a job, boring. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. So Kids on Bikes, I I (laughs) skipped over to that episode because I kind of saw like you did a multi thing and I'm really actually excited to listen to it in order. (laughs) I have to listen to it in order now. (laughs) Yes, you do. Um, Uh, Oh, that was just... It started, so obviously we did a, you know, like a normal episode about it, but we had so much fun doing it. And obviously because we recorded it for that one episode, I was like, do you know what? Let's record every session and I'll just edit it into some sort of, some sort of vague storyline. And it's just so hilarious. The amount of editing I have to do to just cut out where there is minutes, (laughs) minutes of laughter. It's, oh, it's just such a good fun. And, you know, it's one that we can do over zoom so yeah the the sound quality is awful you know some of my friends microphones keep cutting in and out you know it sounds utter trash yeah but it's so much fun to do so much fun (laughs) i love it i'm so excited to dive into that like that's what i was listening to uh right before you jumped nice so i I hope you enjoy it (laughs) no thanks i am so far um do you ever get to do like do you ever do paid promotions? No. Reviews or? No. So it's not, I mean, you know, do you remember, cast your mind back. Do you remember when I said I was rubbish at strategizing board games? The same uh-huh. is sort of true for my life in general. <laughs> so like, I mean, there are some people whose, you know, first instinct would be, right, I've set up this podcast let's get monetizing it. Let's get a Patreon or whatever. Let's get some sponsor, you know, let's try and do it. And I just, I don't know, I'm just having too much fun <laughs> to think about that sort of thing, <laughs> you know? And also I'm, I'm under no 
uh, delusions that it is anywhere near sort of professional enough. Or, do you know what I mean? It's like I'm just doing it as as something fun. And hey, if people if people like it and people listen to it, then that is a win. But I'm having fun making it. So <laughs> that's true, and you can tell like it is. It's a joy to listen to it. Oh, that is that's very nice of you to say. It's weird that like sometimes you can tell if um, either if we're playing one that Mark really, really hates. It's obvious. <laughs> and, but that's, that's the beauty of editing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, that's cool. If only we could edit ourselves in the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. But then again, I think, you know, I try and leave as much stuff in. You know, I, I like to come across as real people. And I know, you know, I... I you know, have a spreadsheet and every game has its turn and we have to do everything in a specific way. So sometimes I come across as a bit robotic, but, <laughs> you know, um, I, I hope that when people listen that they can just hear, oh, you know, here's two guys just playing a game. There's no, you know, it's not polished. We're not all putting on our broadcasting voices or whatever, you know, it's just as natural as it can be, I suppose. Yeah. You come across very well. And I like when I love the little mistakes every once in a while. Like <laughs> you messed up reading the rules and you just sort of like laugh about it and then uh, reread yeah. it and go. And I'm like, oh, I like that he left that in. That was a <laughs> that was a good choice. I quite, uh, yeah, I just like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Part of it, you know, people might think, oh, it's just lazy editing. But <laughs> I just I just like having the, the human parts, you know, the the errors and stuff in. It's funny. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's charming. It has yeah. some charm to it. Well, that's that's the highest praise you can you can give. I think to to be charming. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hope that I I would recommend board game design or uh, you know if somebody's going to run a Kickstarter, they should send it your way because your little <laughs> your reviews are short, twenty yeah. minutes about, and very good. Like uh, it makes I mean. Even though you both rated Arkham Horror 3, I think, final hour. <laughs> yeah. I was still like, hmm, like, I'm still kind of interested in that. But I think, I, I don't know if, I don't really class us as a review podcast. I don't know. I mean, oh, obviously, really? you know, it's inescapable. Yes, we make reviewing comments. But I think, you know, like, there are some in-depth reviews where they will yeah. talk about every component and every aspect of the gameplay and every every little minute detail. So you know exactly what you're getting and you know exactly what your gaming experience will be. Whereas we tend to just, I don't know, pick out the stuff that just sticks in our mind or just stays with us from playing, I guess. I don't know. It sounds really, I mean, yeah, I guess we do review games, but I still don't <laughs> class us as a review. Oh, I don't know. I'm just talking rubbish now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Like you guys are just kind of summarizing your experience. Yeah. But that is what a review is. Yeah, no, I suppose. <laughs> I guess I guess it's because we don't make any like recommendations at the end, you know, oh, it's good value for money and it's this and if you're looking for mm. a game that you want to play with, you know, your nan or whatever, then this is the game for you. You know, there's none of that or we try and avoid that. Although lately we have started, you know, it's a game that you'd play, you'd give to your friends to play whilst you make the dinner. <laughs> it's great and everyone should go listen to it. It's organized play. Organized fun. Organized fun. Oh my goodness. How did I, me how did I mess that up? 
uh, organized fun. I was actually focused on the organized part because you spell it with an S. Oh, is that offensive to you guys? Are you, no. are you just, it's constantly bugging you, right? You can see it out of the corner of your eye and you're just like, I, I can't get over it. Do you feel yeah, sick, exactly. sick in your mouth a little bit because of it? Like, uh, S? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know why that is like, yeah, yeah, I figured that was just a, you know, European thing. But whatever, I mean, technically it's, it's our language, right? You just stole it. <laughs> it's true, yeah. <laughs> but um, do you know um, the Game Crafter website? Yeah. Yeah, so I've, you know, just got a few, you know, bits, decks of cards and stuff printed from there, but they're really good. Nice, for games that you've made? Yeah, so... I, well, no, so I basically, so I have a webcomic and I made <gasps> my own sort of Flux set based on that, but obviously not called Flux because shush, that's, that's probably illegal. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's basically just Flux, but with my own little comic characters and stuff on it. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about having your stuff printed professionally, you know, like, ooh, look at this. People will be yeah. tricked into thinking that it's a real game. <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool. What's your webcomic? Yeah, it's called it's called Clamp Oswell's College Years. <laughs> and um it just it's based on my time at uni, really. I just sort of started doodling uh, and it just became this thing. And someone was like, you know, you should just put that. Again, it's another thing, like, I don't really care whether no one reads it or not, but it's there. If if should anyone want to, it is there for people. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it at? What's the website? Um, it's www.clamposwell.com. Perfect. I'll, yeah. I'll go check it out. <laughs> I love web comics. It's. Um, I mean, it looks pretty shoddy, but hopefully, there's some, <laughs> hopefully, there's some humor in there. <laughs> nice. That's the thing. If it's funny enough, who cares what it looks like, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's generally my my sort of tagline in life. You know, looks and sounds kind of shoddy, but might make you laugh. <laughs> so, so give it a go, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That was my mom's motto for me. <laughs> like, she would say, you're not very good looking, <laughs> so you've got to make up for it somewhere. Uh, there you go. Do you have Wear any nice siblings? Kids. Yeah, I've got three brothers and a sister. Are you, where do you come in the order of... I'm the center, middle. Ah, center okay. of the universe. So you? Uh, I've got one older brother. So, you know, I like to think as the youngest, they kept trying for perfection and they got me and then they stopped. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Don't need any more once, once I'm there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Danny yeah. thinks that about himself. But... <laughs> I let them know that they just gave up. They're just so frustrated. <laughs> yeah. I know you don't have a sister because you mentioned it on Isle of Cats. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was just really weird. Just the way the rule book mentioned you've got to fight against your sister. Or whatever. I was like, that is yeah. very specific. <laughs> well, and then, and then Mark mentioned that there's like a story mode or, or kind of a campaign mode or something like that. Yeah. And so it's oh, like, okay, know. maybe in the context of the story, there's your playing as... Who knows? But he didn't even punch out all the bits when he was setting it up. It was just baffles. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he literally huh. read He read the quick setup rules and only got the bits that he needed for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. 
Grice, right? Yeah, that is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> I just can't imagine not like diving headfirst into the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and your I love listening to it because it remi- you guys remind me of me and my wife. Yay. Like you're like <laughs> me and like deeper games and like Mark's tightly the wife, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and my wife is just like something fast and something easy, something simple. But I wonder whether that makes for a better gaming experience. Like if everyone was the same level of depth and intense as as like me or you. Like imagine playing with six versions of yourself. That is true. I'm not That'd sure be that annoying. would be yeah, that would be <laughs> annoying because around six versions of me around the table, we'd all claim that we know the rules perfectly, but we'd all be absolutely rubbish at strategy and make a big mess of it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> same. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think maybe it's it's good to have a balance of um, different types of gamer, as long as they're all equally as committed for that hour or so. I can't yes. be doing with, oh, well, just pop out. Oh, you know, it's all there on the gaming etiquette list on the website, you know. Yeah. Like, don't care what your next door neighbor's doing. I don't care about this. You <laughs> are hunting this ruby at this moment. So shush you. <laughs> exactly. My wife's mom, whenever we play games with her, she is out of her chair just as much as she is in it. I'm like, <laughs> just sit down and like, let's play this game. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I, you know, again, it sounds like I'm ranting now, but I, I don't get people who start a game and don't finish it or don't pay attention to it. It's like, well, you chose to, to play, You chose, unless you're Mark, in which case you've been forced. But <laughs> nine, nine times out of ten, you have chosen to play. So why aren't you giving it your giving it your all? Yeah, totally. Some people just, just haven't got the gaming stamina. <laughs> I know. Well, it, it's kind of funny because my wife, she doesn't love super deep games, but she absolutely loves Pandemic. And... Yeah season one and two both of those we pretty much played in like two sittings nice so we would stay up until 4 a.m playing i was gonna say that's like well 12 to 24 games depending on how bad you are yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think we only lost once or twice we did pretty good oh my god i mean like as i said i mean we were on february and we've lost like four times (laughs) (laughs) isn't there a mercy rule in it oh Oh, I, can't, I don't know. If there is, we haven't got to it yet. I guess the mercy rule is that if you lose a month twice, you just move on to the next one. You just one. move on anyway. Yeah, time takes pity on you and <laughs> lets you go anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What it is is they add a card. They Like, you'll get event cards added. Yes, you, you get a little bonus, don't you, for sucking. For sucking, yep. Because they're like, okay, let's make it easier next time for them. <laughs> You can just imagine the the board game gods like looking over your shoulders, shaking their heads, going, poor cretin. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, I think we should probably wrap up, huh? Oh yeah, that's I've got I've got Zoom with the in-laws in about 20 minutes. So yeah. (laughs) Very exciting. I know, right? (laughs) Lucky me. Your common law in-laws. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna look if I'm gonna look if that's a thing. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, Mark might not know, but we may already technically be married. (laughs) As far as the country is concerned, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We 
need to wrap this up. So go ahead and plug what you've got. Okay, well, so obviously we're Organised Fun. You can just type that into wherever you get your podcasts. But you can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun, or you can follow us on Twitter at Fun Organised, because Organised Fun was already taken, so I had to swap it around. Shucks. Um, But yeah, if you like listening to one gamer and one hater battle it out every week, then uh, give us a listen. Thank you. It is such a great listen, so really do check it out. I love it. Well, thank you for joining us, and until next week, keep nerding out. That's what I say on the other podcast. (laughs) I need to figure out the (laughs) sign-off. You need a catchy jingle. You need a a Latin motto. (laughs) (laughs) What what does yours mean? Oh, so it loosely translates as don't leave the box lid off or never leave a box open or something like that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So we came up with this idea that um, if you you don't pack away the game, then you're allowed to play it again straight after. But as soon as you pack it away, then it goes back on the shelf and it's another game's turn. So, yeah, we roughly sort of very shoddily translated that into Latin. Love it. That is awesome. <laughs> which which we have done a few times, you know. If we're really into a game, we're like, you know, let's play it again straight away. It works. But if you leave the box, the lid off, your cat is going to get into it. Uh, so there's some sneaky ninja tactics about getting in and out of the room without uh, without letting the cat in. It involves lots of cat treats and, you know, waving of little fish toys and stuff. <laughs> Distraction techniques. Nice. Thanks for listening to the Board Game Community Show. You can follow me at Nerd Out With Us. And if there's somebody that you would like to get to know better within the board game community, you can at me or DM me and let me know who it is no matter how big no matter how small i'll have anyone on the show i'll and i'll reach out to them and ask them to come on and if you want to come on the show you are more than welcome to reach out as well and and just say hey i want to come on the show you don't even have to have anything to plug you could just be like hey i just want to hang out i would love that all right everybody thanks so much again for listening and and until next week keep playing but oh oh board games.